I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sorry, he joins me. Now, Chris, what are we listening to? It's That's uh, Carla Thomas. Gee whiz, it's Christmas. What are the signature stack Christmas songs? Before I get to the Grizzlies, unfortunate uh, uh, play last night. We have breaking news that the uh, pandas are returning to China. The pandas leases up. They are returning to China. Where did the pandas rank in your uh, in your ranking of Memphis Zoo animals, Chris? Um, I you know high-ish because I like bears in general, mm-hmm. but not like at the top. Um, I, I find the polar bears and the grizzly bears more interesting than the pandas. Um, you know, I like the hippos more. I like some of the monkeys more. I like the naked mole rats. Um, <laughs> How do you like the bats? Would the you put the, like, the bats ahead of the pandas? Do you like the bats and the, uh, the night? No, no, no. I definitely wouldn't put the bats. The fruit um, bats. Naked Those... mole rats feature prominently in a documentary by Errol Morris called Fast Sheep and Out of Control. So I've been fascinated by them since I saw that movie. But, um, I, you know, I like the pandas, but I feel like the novelty's worn off. I think that's right. I, I'm spitballing here. I really I could be completely wrong. But I feel like the pandas are probably less important to the Memphis Zoo than they were, you know, 20 years ago. I mean, just because the novelty's worn off, A, and B, the zoo has improved so much around it that it's not, you know, there's no, lots of other reasons to go to the zoo. So it's probably a bummer to lose the pandas, but I don't see it as, um, you know, oh, my God, you know, they're killing the Mythazoo. I hope I'm wrong about that. I hope I'm, I hope I'm not wrong about that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't feel like to me. It did feel like when I first got here, the pandas felt like a big deal. And it was, I mean, when they got well, them, you know, it felt let like... Let me say this. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Neither, neither of us are employed there anymore. At the time, I was working for the Memphis Flyer. You were working for Commercial Appeal. Yeah. And we would joke around the office about the degree to which the CA made the pandas seem like the biggest thing. It's like the moon landing, <laughs> like the biggest thing that's ever happened in the world. And we joke when that, whenever there'd be the other stories would come up, it'd be so-and-so's the new pandas. Yeah. You know, like a couple of years ago, Pity Hardaway was the new pandas. Jeffrey, when did the pandas? And so it made it, it was a big deal, but the CA really played it up. Like it was like, you know, like the Berlin wall was coming down and Pearl Harbor had just been attacked. And all this <laughs> Well, I think we sent people to cover, you know, FedEx transported the pandas here and there was, yes, it was also a big corporate, you know, you're getting behind the corporate people who really cared. I'm pretty sure FedEx had a big part in it. FedEx had a big part in getting the pandas here to begin with. Yeah. So see if you could figure out when they got here. Because I I think they got here before I got here. Do you care to guess? I'm going to guess they got here in 95. No, 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 no. No? no, no, no. When did they come? April 03. Really? So I was yeah. here for the whole yeah. thing. No, because yeah. it was it was 
because it was when I was working for the Memphis Flyer, and so I that see. was early on then. But yeah. And then I did think it was a big deal when to go look at the pandas, but the truth of the matter is, is that you go look at the they pandas don't do much. and they're underwhelming. Now an elephant no, doesn't other, do much the other either. Stuff in the China exhibits better. Yeah, I don't the honestly. And the monkeys are better. I, I've never really liked the, the otters China. And the monkeys? I don't know. I never really liked the China exhibit. The China exhibit felt like there was a lot of space given to not that much stuff. Is it how it a lot of pagodas over there, but not a lot of action, and. I don't felt like some prime real estate too. They have red monkeys over there or something. They had some uh, some lesser monkeys. The le- monkeys aren't as good as the monkeys that are in the the net, you know, that are howler monkeys, those things, the ones when you first walk in that are swinging from tree to tree. Um Now here let me ask you this, Chris. An elephant doesn't do anything either. But I really like the elephants. What's just the sheer size and grandeur that makes the elephant or are you not you're not a fan of the elephants? No, I agree. no, I agree. I, I would I would rank the elephant slightly ahead, at least a little bit ahead of the pandas. Yeah, again, like top tier for me are like the good bears and the hippos <laughs> and the and some of the good monkeys and the naked bull rats. Right. I find that the maybe I need to go back. I always found the. Well, so the polars are easily the polar bears are easily the best bears because they can swim. We're really gonna leave the penguins out, y'all. I like the penguins. The penguins too. are great. But you don't, you don't, you don't. Penguins not at the Memphis Zoo. Penguins are not good at the Memphis. No, they're not. They're just standing on that island. Go to St. Louis to see some good penguins. If you want, or go to. I was just. There's no such thing as a bad penguin. I'll stand on. I'll die on that rock. Just in Chattanooga, and there you see in their aquarium. Yes, that's that's true too. You see swimming penguins, so you get to see the underwater swimming Mm -hmm. penguins, like the underwater swimming Uh otters, and that's much better than the standing there Mm -hmm. penguins. I still say there's no such thing as bad penguins. I think the polar. The polar bears are easily the best bears. Agreed. I think the grizzlies bears are a little sad at the Memphis Zoo. Do you like what? What? It, what? It, they always looked a little. I mean, I haven't been there. I haven't been there in two or three years. To be right. honest with you, my my kid, my you know, my I, 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 both my kids are either teenagers or going to be teenagers yeah, any exactly. day now. Right. So I'm not in the like frequent zoo visit territory <sighs> like I used to be. But I'm with you too. That I think. When that came, we needed that. No, we didn't need, but the pandas were a big deal. And I don't know how many zoos now have pandas. And also, we got pandas. But then we got IKEA. Who needs pandas? Um, no. And right. uh, uh, anyway, they're on their way back. Plus, there's various animal groups who say they're too mistreated. Although I, uh, the, the zoo is heavily pushed back on that. And I, and I guess I tend to believe the zoo. I don't know. But they're heading back to China. We no longer have the pandas. Or we'll no longer shortly hey. have the pandas. We do, however, have give, uh-huh. give the pandas this. They're leaving a better zoo than they found. They're they made it better. There's a hundred percent true. It is to me. It's a yep. great zoo, among other things, because in its greatness, it is still manageable, um, and you can yep. still go see the whole zoo, and it's a fabulous zoo. So uh, yes, they 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 left it better than they found it. Uh, the other bears, the other good bears, were bad bears last night as the Grizzlies go down in defeat to Denver. Did you watch the whole thing? Did you stay? What was the? Did it? Did you conclude? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I watched all that in real time. Right. I, you know, we we talked about this before. I, I rarely watch earlier tip road games in real time, but like a nine a right. nine road PM. My, my wife's asleep by nine, and so yeah, I tend to watch those in real time. Well, Jokic is fun to watch, and that was certainly a – it's like people talk about the 13-13-13, and that's nicely sym- symmetrical, but obviously – If had, you uh, – The game, if you watched it, he was just in complete control game, of the whole game. Yeah. He dominated that game. That's what I was going to say. The numbers are fun and all, 
but he owned that game. And he's a freaking wizard. It's like we, we, last week you and I were talking about how people don't see go to see big men because they don't they don't have the ball in their hand as much. And, they, and Jokic is just like he controlled that game. It's amazing. Um, so he was fabulous. What, what ailed the Grizzlies? Well, I think Jokic is part of what ailed the Grizzlies. Um, I, I, they got off to a bad start. And then it's hard. I think when you when you when you get down that bad, it's hard to claw back on the road against a good team like that. Uh, you know, maybe especially in that environment. I, I you you had said yesterday that the Grizzlies were favored in the game, and I re- responded right. with surprise to that. Like I don't understand why they were favored in that game. Um, that said, you would like to have seen a more competitive effort than you saw. Um, and so they were they were out of. I mean, offense was their biggest problem. As good as Jogic was, they right. they couldn't score. I mean, their shooting was terrible. Um, like I think the wings at one point were one of fifteen from three. I don't know what it ended up being. Um, I don't know if it's a big thing or a small thing, but like the, the limited minutes for Jared and for Brandon Clark, for that matter, who was really good in the second half. I think they 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 they, they artificially depressed their minutes in the first half because of fouls, and I, I always think that's a mistake, right. and I think it ended up being a mistake last night when like nobody fouled out of that game, and yet you played lots of guys fewer minutes than you would have wanted to. Um, so I think that contributed to it. Uh, Jaron and Santi combined for 36 minutes. Jaron played 22 minutes, uh, and as to the shooting, Dylan, Roddy, and Zaire between them were one of 12 from three. Uh, so the three-point shooting wasn't good either. There does, there is a little bit of a feeling, and then you're getting dunked on by Jeff Green, which hurts. Um, there was yep. a little bit of feeling at the end of it. Now, mind you, Denver wasn't at full strength either. But there is a little bit of, I found myself thinking, well, okay. So they ran into a really good team, and they didn't have Desmond Bain. Let's wait till I'm, I'm reminded of the Princess Bride scene where the guy's, sword fighting, and then he all of a sudden at some point he says, yeah, but I'm right-handed, and he switches to his right hand. And it feels like maybe this is the game where, okay, it it it, 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 it drove home. It would be nice to have Desmond back and healthy, and it would have helped last night. Well, they, they, shot, the th- they shot the three really well as a team after he went out, uh-huh. and and that last night was a reminder that that is going to be less reliable without your best three point shooter. Like maybe they were shoot, they were a little, maybe they were a little their heads as a three point shooting team the last few weeks without him. Right now that last night was strictly bad, but I, I think you know maybe maybe they overshot what, what would be the norm a little bit without him, and so having him back would be a big deal, definitely. Yeah, five of twenty six from three for the Grizzlies. Do you, by the way? Obviously, that game was not about the officiating, and I wouldn't even begin to pretend it was about the officiating. Do you subscribe at all, though, to believe that when Ja clowns the officials the way he did on FaceTime and on social media, that there is any residual impact on the way fouls are called? I think it's very possible that there was, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not pounding the table about right. that, but I, I, I think, you know, human nature is a powerful force. And so I, I think it's quite possible that that, that may have influenced officiating in, 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 a, in a negative way for the Grizzlies, at least in the short term. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So they're onward to Phoenix. Phoenix, by the way, also lost to the Wizards. Uh, Golden State got pounded as well. Um, Suns sold are, are being sold for $4 billion. It is kind of amazing. I, I forgot the exact number that Robert Perra paid for his team. Was it? Four hundred million dollars, or something like that, 
And now you're seeing teams go for $4 billion uh, to Matt Ishibi, a Michigan State graduate. I don't think it's good for the Grizzlies. It's probably good for the league, but I don't think it's good for the Grizzlies that it seems like there'll be a new good owner in Phoenix, right? Doesn't help. Uh, well, I mean, it's good for the league that there's a new good owner in Phoenix. I, I think the, the issue, and I always hate when this stuff comes up a little bit because it, it, it can be more alarmist than it needs to be. Right. As long as Robert Perra wants to own a basketball team, like it doesn't, uh, you know, it's all good because right. there's going to be right. expansion and he's going to get three hundred million dollars in his pocket from expansion fees in a couple in a few years. Um, as long as he wants to own a basketball team, he'll own it in Memphis. I don't, you know, I think that's all good. The, 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 the issue is if he ever, whenever. At some point down the line, he decides to sell a team. It's hard to imagine somebody paying four or five billion dollars for a basketball team in Memphis, right? Yes, the team is. There's no question the team is worth. And and again, there, the one of the great things this year is that. And in fact, I think it's the we were just talked to John Martin about things that have happened in the world of sports this year. Um, you've had the ascendance of John Morant as a superstar, first All Star appearance. The playoff series, all of that, shoe deal. You had the Memphis Tigers winning an NCAA basketball game. Uh, Penny Hart, the IARP going away. But in some ways, and, and it may be related to the first, I think the most important thing that has happened for Memphis sports this year is that it appears that the lease agreements are just on track to be handled without much in the way of commotion. You know, to me, like it's right. it, it's. Um, but having said that, yes, the team is much more valuable in Seattle. <laughs> Just it, it would be. I mean, you know, they're not going anywhere. Right. That, that's yeah. not going to be an issue, though. See, yeah, Seattle's yeah. going to get an expansion, expansion team. team. Vegas is going to get, get an expansion, expansion team. Um, and so Seattle's going to be off the board yes. at whatever point in the indeterminate future we're worried about this again, which hopefully is not for 10 or 15 years or whatever, right? right? Yeah, at 30 years. Yes, yes. No, I only meant that as a hypothetical. But, yes, it, it would be. it's worth right. more somewhere else than it is worth here. And, in fact, one of the things that – when people talk about Robert Perra could pay for a stadium by himself, and he could, the, he could pay for the refurbishment of FedEx Forum easily by writing a check. He could, but he doesn't have to. He'd, a, he doesn't have to. And B, having a team in Memphis rather than in someplace else is an opportunity cost costing him money every day. You know, in TV contracts and yep. sponsorships and in everything else. So, um all right, that's happening. Uh, other stuff I wanted to ask you about, I'm getting out of here after today. So uh, very quickly, there's evidently in, in Chicago, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are not getting along. And they've had a bad year, obviously, no Lonzo Ball. Can you see a blow-up-the-bulls scenario? And does there a market for Zach Levine, who now, by the way, has an enormous contract, $250 million contract, and a trade kicker? Well, I can 100% see the Bulls blowing up. I mean, I, that's probably the way they should go, frankly. Um, the Levine thing, the problem is there's the contract, and then he's had injury issues. And so I think trading Zach Levine now would be selling pretty low on Zach Levine. Um, I feel like the play is trying to move DeRozan and Nikola Busevich, both of whom are older than Zach Levine. And that's sort of what I'd be looking to do if I were them. And how about Toronto? That's another one. Disappointing, and they got all those forwards, and that's one the Grizzlies, obviously, you know, whether we'd be talking about theoretically forever. Um, well, Toronto is interesting because 
you know, we, we think of these trades as either you, like you go all in and you're, like, you're trading future draft picks to young players to win now, or right. you're blowing it up, right? Toronto could just be like, let's reroute our team for next season. It could be a, eh, this is not working out now, but we have like young talent, Scotty Barnes, OGN, and OB, whatever. Um, let's make, you know, a kind of trade that like sort of makes our team a little bit different, but then let's try to win again next year. Like maybe that's moving a Fred Van Vliet. Maybe that's even moving moving a Pascal Siakam and saying, you know, we don't want to play like three forwards. Let's get a center, and we'll our forwards will be Ananobi and Barnes. Ananobi and Barnes. So I think Toronto could make the kind of trade that if they wanted to, where it's not it's not a blow it up or an all in. It's a let's just make our team a little bit different and try to recalibrate for next season. I, I, but they could go in any number of ways, but they have the opportunity to go that way, which a lot of teams don't really have the opportunity to do. What's a theoretical trade with the Grizzlies look like with Toronto, and could Ananobi be a part of it? Well, when, when his name popped up last summer, I mean, I, I, I threw out Dylan Brooks and Brandon Clark in a draft pick for him, and that probably sounds like a lot to people, but like, Dylan Brooks could be a free agent, so he'd have to be re-signed. And Ananobi, I think, pretty clearly. You could argue whether he's better than Dylan Brooks or not. I think, you know, if, if the GMs of the league were ranking players, Ananobi would be first on that list. And so, to me, that, you know, Ananobi, Clark, and, and a first-round pick is a pretty fair trade. I, but it, it's one that, like, why is Toronto doing this at this point? Um, you know, I mean, th- that would give them a – I, th- I, th- I think that's the kind of trade you make if, like, Ananobi says, please trade me. Right. I don't think that's an elective kind of trade. And so absent that, it would it would need to be more of a, okay, we're, we're just going to sort of blow it up a little bit more, in which case you're getting multiple first-round picks. And so, it's, you know, I see one of those two routes, really. All right. Chris, do you have uh, – you lived in Minnesota for a little bit. Do you subscribe to the whole – turn your water on so it doesn't freeze when it's freezing thing? Do you guys do that? Yes, we do. We have the faucets drip, yeah. And what is, do you all the faucets drip? Oh, oh, the, last year we, 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 had a, we had a pipe freeze and, and burst last year. So, like, you know. Really? I, 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 I am, I'm, I'm as susceptible to this as anybody else in Memphis. But you, did, so do you leave ever? Because people, I've, I've been getting advice on this. We didn't do it in Buffalo, but that's, we, our house was built different somehow. So, is it every faucet? Well, that's part of the problem. Is we don't like our, our pipe burst in our laundry room, and then when we open up the wall, there was like literally zero insulation in there. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphis. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.